Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, today's podcast is going to be just kind of short and sharp. And reason is, it ties into everything else that I've been saying in previous podcasts. But now we just want to kind of dabble a little bit into goal setting. And this has been a massive one for me and even my clients is to how do you know like what goals to set like how do you know when to get a benchmark and i think in this day and age everyone is so obsessed with social media you know facebook instagram you know tiktok and they're seeing this perfect mirror of what they think reality is but that's not reality do you know we all have different goals, whether it's weight loss, whether it's fat loss, whether it's weight gain, whether it's to get stronger, whether it's to be fitter, whether it's to have more endurance, whether it's to swim faster. We can't measure a goal just on what the scale says and just on what body image looks like. Now, if someone comes to me and says, Paul, I want to lose 10 kg, I will tell that person, no, Sally, you want to lose one kg. Because imagine if you can set the goal small and aim for 10 kg, but have one kg as the benchmark. That means you're going to have 10 mini achievements, 10 mini victories along the way. And I always use my analogy is, if you're doing a long journey, let's just say it's a hundred kilometers, you know, and you have a choice of a car or you have a choice of, let's just say walking, you better have to walk that journey. And by walking that journey, you know, every kilometer or every 10K, you're going to stop and you're going to take a picture or you're going to find a shiny stone or you're going to, always have some memory but you gotta imagine on the 100 kilometers it's not going to be all downhill going to be ups it's going to be downs you know it's going to rain it's going to be warm it's going to snow it's going to hail there's going to be thunderstorms that's just like any goal we set it's never a plain simple goal and again what we see in social media is these perfect sculpted bodies and then you have the caption I can help you lose 15 25 35 kg in my four-week shred plan now this is bullshit because this is not how we measure fitness or goals you have to set the bar small and one thing that my clients have realized and even me over the years is that Results can be measured in so much different factors. Now, as we know, my philosophy is that we need to look at fitness as improving confidence, motivation, self-worth, improving our sleep quality, reducing stress, and having a better sex life and sex drive. If we can work on improving these six pillars, then fat loss and weight loss will come as a byproduct. The fat loss and weight loss principle, it all comes down to science and being in an energy balance. 
to keep it simple if your dog was overweight what are you going to do do you know i'm sure you're not going to give him any horrible fat loss pills or horrible fat loss teas no you're going to probably feed him less and walk him more now again i've said this before it doesn't work for everyone but that's the baseline we have to go off we all know how to lose fat and weight but i think we have this whole perception of fitness the complete wrong way around as i says before my mum went through the same she thought that if she could drop weight on the scales and and lose body fat that her confidence and motivation self would magically just go from one to ten but guess what that didn't happen so how about we look at changing it how about we have fat loss and weight loss as a byproduct of improving these six areas imagine that because i know lots of people who have got down to their ideal weight as quick as possible and they are absolutely fucking miserable like they are just not the person i knew 12 months ago but then i've got other friends and um that done the opposite they went about improving these six areas and the fat loss and weight loss came again it took longer but man has their life changed for the better so when we look at goals we need to set the barrier small don't be trying to change the world in like four weeks or 12 weeks this time last year i was 106 kg today in the weighing scales i was 84 kg now that's a 22 kg loss if my maths is correct yep that's a lot and again it wasn't all plain sailing my coach had to really give me a kick up the arse every single week to improve my check-ins to improve my wins to improve my food to improve my training but guess what fat loss and weight loss was the byproduct didn't give up ice cream didn't give up alcohol didn't give up biscuits i just worked on the principles of improving them six areas and then the weight loss and fat loss came as a byproduct. Now, with all my clients, we always work on the basics. The scale is only ever going to be a tool. Just like the spare wheel in your car. It's there if you need it, but 9 out of 10, 9 out of 10 times, we don't really need it. It's just there for peace of mind. It's there to let us continue, you know, knowing that we have that there as a tool in case all fails. I guess the biggest thing for any kind of goal is having the right mindset. If you set a goal that you want to earn a million dollars every year, but you're only getting paid a certain amount, well, the statistics really are going against you but how about you set yourself a small goal of rather than want to earn a million how about you want to earn a hundred dollars simple right and every time you have a hundred dollars that's a mini achievement again goals have to be measured in small quantities 
especially for a female, we have to imagine that just because your partner or your husband or whatever has lost, you know, 15, 20 kg, that doesn't mean that you're a failure. Doesn't mean that he's better than you. And it doesn't mean that you have to give up. Fortunately, for a female, she always gonna have that bit of a harder journey losing body fat. Only for females, there wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here today. So again, females are the survival of the human race. Hence why it's harder to lose and burn body fat. You'll always notice for a female that they'll always lean up on the upper body, like really good, but they find it hard to shift weight in the lower body. Whereas a male will always lose weight in the lower area, but he'll always struggle to lose weight in the, in the upper area. And that's just the way, you know, that's thousands and thousands of years of evolution. But again, look at the positives. Rather than getting worked up on we can't lose weight, we need to keep on being consistent, being consistent, being consistent. That's the key word of today, consistency. You know, my female clients, we're not worried about the scale. The scale's only a tool. Comparing pictures, magic. Absolutely magic. Whenever you are starting any kind of a journey, having before pictures is a necessity. Because that's the only way to measure your progress. Not by the scales, not by measuring tapes, because your weight fluctuates, especially as a female. You know, the week before your period, you could be up 4 kg. And again, it's only water retention, but if you were to base it off the scales, you're never going to win. Whereas you look at your pictures, absolutely amazing stuff. I've had one female, in particular two females, and their weight has been the same the past, you know, 8 to 10 weeks. But their pictures have absolutely blown me away. Now, if we didn't take pictures, we would believe that we're actually not doing very good and the results are not what they are. But again, it's how we approach these small areas. You know, for me, my goal is not to lose weight. That's just a byproduct. My goal isn't to, you know, get shredded. My goal isn't to get a six pack because one, I'm not about that life, but two, you can't get worked up on them things. It's like me trying to say, oh, I really want to have a Ferrari or a Porsche. You know, really? Do I really want to have that? Or do I want to have a better job where I have better clients and I have a platform that I can help as many females as possible across the globe, helping them improve on their confidence, motivation, self-worth, and in line changing their lives not only for them but also their families and from that then I can earn more money or can earn money that's the kind of benchmark that we're looking to achieve so for me my main thing is is confidence motivation and self-worth sleep is probably the biggest one I've improved this year that was my goal from the last maybe 90 days and improve my sleep how that looks like is nine o'clock turn off my phone switching off my phone going to bed reading a book 
waking up in the morning without an alarm i think that's the most important thing i've ever done is setting that little goal for not having an alarm because it's like a baby right you look at a small toddler do you set an alarm for him no chance a baby will wake up when its body is rested so why is as humans that we feel the need to go to bed at one o'clock in the morning get five hours sleep and then be aggressively woken up by an horrific alarm at 5 a.m in the morning but i was there i used to do long hours and i used to go to bed late eat bad food not good food and then wake up at five to an alarm whereas now my body is so in tune with going to bed at nine o'clock that i now wake up at half five in the morning by myself that's the most powerful thing you can do there's no excuse for for not going to bed early if you're not getting seven eight hours sleep a night you need to look at your screen time if you're telling me that you're so busy with work, with life, with gym, with everything, that you're not getting to bed till 10, 11 o'clock, you need to look at your screen time. For me, another goal for me is less screen time on my phone. Now, it's hard for me because I'm always on my phone with you know social media and my clients, but it's still no excuse. It's really important in the morning that my phone does not turn on for the first hour so it means i can walk down and get my steps in have a clear mind turn on my phone but again not go near social media another flaw that we all seem to do is get caught up in social media these are the kind of goals that we're trying to set you see how all these fit the jigsaw there's no one plan fits all if your goal is to go for 15 20 30 kg fat loss and weight loss you're going to burn out eventually you just cannot keep doing it and i know because i was there i also know because my mum was there i also know because my auntie was there so i've seen this firsthand with me my family and also my clients so again sleep necessity stress another massive massive thing this is a big one that I've worked on with my mentor, my coach, is reducing stress because stress is self-inflicted. Now, what I mean by that is, again, this is goal setting. My goal for you today is, when you start to get stressed, just stop for a minute and just think of the worst possible outcome. So much people, actually the client last week, and she was getting stressed out about a deadline in work. She was really stressed about they were being audited. And I just made her realize that, why are you stressing? Why are you working till 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night time? And the reason is because the audit, we have to get it done. And I just gave her a simple, simple analogy. And it's gonna sound far-fetched to some, but it fits the bell. If an asteroid or a meteorite was to strike the earth at that moment what's going to happen what's going to happen do you think that that business is going to get pissy at you because you haven't worked 14 hours a day 
to make sure that things are going well? Not a chance. Your job doesn't stress about you, so you shouldn't stress about your job. If you're in a job you love, a relationship that you that you love doing, a relationship you're in, stress shouldn't come into it. Now again, what's the worst possible scenario? Worst possible scenario is you get audited, it goes shit, the company shuts down, you have no job. That's the worst possible scenario. That's number 10. But then let's go to 9 and go to 8 and 7. And before you know it, that worst possible scenario, that all the stress that you've been having comes down to 1. And then it's like, it's like a light bulb moment. When I got stuck in Australia, you know, um, I had a choice of going back to Ireland, okay, or the choice of staying in Australia, single, no friends, all my stuff and belongings was in Australia. Again, no job, had a PT business, a gym floor, nothing. And again, what's the worst possible scenario? Well, if I stay in Australia, the worst thing is that I stay here for a couple of months, um, I spend all my savings, I end up homeless for a couple of nights, and I have to get an emergency flight back to Ireland to my family and friends. So again, work down the ladder. Before I knew it, my stress level was down to a one. It was a one. So it's how we view, it's how our perception of things, again, these are small goals. This all ties into fat loss because and weight loss because improving these small areas means that you're in a better mindset. Again, fat loss and weight loss, it's a simple scenario. We all know how to do it. It works on the principles of being in a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit. Less energy. So, if we're in a better mindset, if we feel better in ourselves, if everything is ticked off in these boxes, then it's going to become easier to stick to a nutrition plan and stick to a training plan. They are the fundamentals of goal setting. Not what we see on social media. It's how we approach these small areas. Again, all my clients have come to me with the same problems and have got the same solutions. Improving these areas has changed their life. I haven't gone and promised that I can help them lose 20, 30, 40, 50 kg. I have promised them that I will help them improve their confidence, motivation, self-worth, improve their sleep quality, reduce their stress, and improve their sex life and sex drive. And in return, fat loss and weight loss will come as a byproduct because they will be more motivated, more confident, and happier to stick to the nutrition guidelines I give them and also stick to the training plan and the step count. That's all it is. We can shout out calorie deficit all we want, but if we're not feeling that energy, if not feeling confident, motivated, we're never going to stick to any kind of calories. We're never going to stick to proteins. We're never going to stick to steps. We're never going to stick to a training plan. Because why would we? I wouldn't. And it's only this last probably eight weeks that I've become more confident in myself, in my body. And in return, it's made me really up my food. 
be a lot more cleaner. It's really made me up my training. You know, I've joined back CrossFit this week. I'm doing my weight training. This is all becoming from improving them areas. If I was to focus on losing 22 kg this time last year, I would have crashed and burned. I would not be as happy as I am now. And I think in this day and age, that's going to be the massive breakthrough into winning and losing. Again, set yourself a small step count, whether it's going to be 5,000 or 10,000. All my clients have a minimum step count every day of 10,000 steps. That's only maybe 40 minutes walking. If you tell me you cannot spare 40 minutes every single day to go for a walk, listen to a podcast, then you need to look at what you're doing in your life. Because I can guarantee you're spending two to three hours every single day on social media. And I know this because I've been there. My clients have been there. You know, when I get take on my clients, we make sure that screen time is reduced with the time they spend with me. You know, and that's just, again, it's only a small goal, but it plays into the bigger picture. So I hope this podcast makes a little bit more sense of who I am and what I'm about because over this next couple of months, you know, really want to get my message across and just help one person. If I can help one person just improve their life by 0.5%, that's all I'm asking for. Remember, you can find me on Instagram under Paul Norton Fitness and the same with Facebook. But please, if this podcast has made a small impact into your daily life, just give it a share. Show your friends. Tell your family. Put it on your social medias. Put it on your stories. Because the more I can get this across and help one person, the more we can kind of get this fitness message in a broader aspect. It's been absolutely fantastic. And hope you like it. Bye-bye.